Thank you so much for being here for Drawn Together, where we interview a series of inspiring creative people and you can draw along or you can just listen. If you would like to support the show, I have a Patreon account where you can get cool rewards. And we are also super grateful just to have you here sharing your attention and your time with us. We thrive on these conversations and we really love them. And it's great to have you along for the ride. If you enjoy this, then we'd love you to help spread the word to anyone else you think might enjoy it too. And we look forward to exploring uh, a world of conversational topics and drawing our really wonderful guests. So thank you for being here as part of Drawn Together. Now enjoy the show. Because I'm about to hit go live. And here we are live for episode 17 of Drawn Together with our wonderful guest, Paul Heaston. Um, Shannon and I are very excited and judging by the resonance on on Instagram, many of you are also excited. So it's wonderful to to have you all here. Hi, Hilda, George, Stuart is here. Guten Abend. Um, Barbara, Edwin Tizzle, Claire from Rome, George, Megalodon from Romania. Awesome. Um, So nice to have you here. And Paul, so nice to have you here. It's such a such a pleasure to be able to hang out with you for an hour. Um, thank you. I'm glad to be here. This yeah. thank you for inviting me. A pleasure. I'm so excited. Um, in case you haven't been here before, we are going to be sketching Paul as we have a conversation, and I'll just bring up some big reference. You can also get so you can either take a screenshot of these two amazing shops. The, the hoodie is going to be our warm-up sketch and then we'll be moving on. I, I love the shadow shapes in the, the, the right image here. Um, so those are the two images. Grab a screenshot now or follow the link in the description to download the reference. I hope the link is working. <laughs> um, and we're going to have a look at some of <laughs> Paul's work with a a little introduction um, and then we'll get to drawing. <laughs> Stuart would like you to say something, Paul, because he has missed your voice. Oh, hi, Stuart. Uh, yes, <laughs> of course. I haven't seen Stuart in person since we sketched a, um, a Citroen together in Porto, but I've missed you too, Stuart. Um, and hopefully I'll see you again soon. <laughs> Stuart actually had the question, um, when will you sing for me again? When I when I put that out there on Instagram, <laughs> was there singing in Porto? I, I don't think I'm going to sing live. <laughs> <laughs> not today, Stuart, not today. <laughs> All right. Um, not I, today. I, I will bring Maybe up... A private, a private mm, that, that sounds good. I'm going to bring up some of your sketches now. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Paul's work, he has these incredible sketchbooks that you can, can get. And... I imagine I've had the link in the description below to Paul's Instagram and um, abundance of links in his link tree. So you check that out. There's so much to see and explore and wonderful learning reference as well. Um, and I, I have a lot of images here that we're going to have a look at together. So I'll just start bringing, bringing up some, um, some of Paul's awesome work. Uh, yeah, such, 
it's so so interesting the the range of things that you draw and we also um yeah a lot of people were interested about how you kind of choose what to draw and just have such a prolific output which is very inspiring so cool to see um just looking at this image now that you posted recently you have this um reflective bowl and there's like reflections and reflections and reflections <laughs> such a cool it literally plays upon that um point of view uh style drawing the fisheye looks really pushing that with this is so cool so it's such an exciting piece that one um you know i think for years and years i've sort of had the the fantasy of doing an Escher style piece, cool. um, having been familiar with the, the the reflective sphere being held by his hand um, since I was a child. Yeah, and I have a very reflective um, uh, teapot, a very shiny teapot that I have. I've occasionally sketched my reflection in over the years. We've had it about ten years, and I've always I always you know, it's always fun, but it's now it's sort of older and more scratched up. Mm -hmm. um, and it occurred to me that you could probably buy a little reflecting sphere somewhere. Uh, so I found them on Amazon, and people put them in there, and there's this, or just as decorations on. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff, so. My wife's parents have some yeah, in the garden. So, uh, <laughs> I just yeah. realized. Yeah. Um, so I. I, I purchased one because I like to do self-portraits um, and usually just with, you know, regular flat mirrors. But uh, yeah, and it was really fun. Mm. And I want to do another one. I'll probably do another one soon. Awesome. But uh, yeah, very cool. Nice to see. Um, oh, here's another one of you <laughs> that was done in a flat mirror. <laughs> um, and here... Um, waiting for it to show yeah I'll, I'll probably flip through a few there's also there's a bathroom mirror in this one so there's a mirror and a mirror um mm -hmm. and yeah so, that and the, i've trimmed my my hair and my beard since then yeah. yep that's another um an awesome yeah. train one normally i have these arranged thematically but my kids didn't get to sleep as early as i had hoped today so we're just going to skip through some of these amazing sketches and you can check these all out on instagram um and it's it's so awesome to see these different levels of finish uh here at a at a drawing group so it's a really nice one and i love to see your sketches where you're oh and here we another trade um in the drawing groups where you you expand out and you're like you're drawing the sketches um as well as the model that's really cool mm -hmm. So here we're just kind of flipping between machines, figure drawing, point of view. And <laughs> and this one here, I believe, is one of your um, kids. And it's so nice. Um, I love to see that you're drawing your kids so much. Um, that's really cool. I have three kids as well. So it's it's really inspiring to see how you have such a prolific output. And, um, and as you have in your Instagram bio, your artist dad, um, and it's it's just nice to see the the role that they're playing in your in your work as well. So cool. Well, thanks. Yeah, um, I have I'm a I, I'm an obsessive artist mm -hmm. as a lot of artists are, 
So I, I draw daily and often multiply, multiple times daily. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm prolific um, in just in the sense that it's sort of a compulsion. <laughs> um, and I've, I've found a good uh, outlet for that compulsion thanks to social media. Yeah. So yeah. I would this, believe it or not, to go into sort of my background, I was doing this completely sight unseen. I was keeping these sketchbooks until um, Linda, my wife, then my girlfriend, said you should post these online. Mm -hmm. And also being um, the, the, the honest person that she is, I was a painter at the time, she says, I think these are as interesting, if not more, than your paintings, yeah. <laughs> which, and she was right. Um, and uh, so, and uh, we were just talking, I was just talking to Shannon about the early days of the internet, and the only place you could really put things online back then, when I started about 2007, was mm -hmm. Flickr, and which was primarily a photography portfolio site. Um, but they had a really good proto-social um, um, proto media way of sharing and tagging, and um, they had little groups, chat groups, you could talk about shared interests and things like that. And so somehow or other, I tagged some of my sketches. I was living in Italy when I first started um, sketching, and uh, I tagged some sketches in a way that Gabi Campanario, uh, the eventual founder of Urban Sketchers, found me, and he was at the time just looking for anybody doing these sort of compulsing, compulsive <laughs> sketch sketches, yeah. um, especially people who were out doing it on the street, which I was doing a lot of. And um, He said, "Let's, he, you want to join this Flickr group called Urban Sketchers? And with a bunch of other people who were doing it, Liz Steele in Australia, and um, I'm trying to think of all the people now, but um, so many, Jason Da, and um, and then it became a blog, and then it became this enormous, um, I don't know, sort of uh, community that uh, has members all over the world, and that they hold symposiums and they do all yeah. these fun things. So it's been a really important part of the last sort of 15, 16 years of my life now. But that's and around the beginning, obviously not the beginning of people doing urban sketches, but the, the, the beginning of the sort of community finding each other on uh, the internet. And, uh, and then with Facebook and Instagram and and uh, Twitter. There's been even more connectivity, and you know, um, easier to find people who have that sort of shared interest. Yeah. But uh, I was doing for a good six months just for my own, and I probably would have continued, but for my own um, whatever giggles, and and. Uh, the, you know, and Linda was the one who was like, "You should share this work with other people." And me, being the, you know, kind of slow on the uptake artist, the mono-focused artist, I was like, "Oh yeah, sometimes art should be shared." And <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. And then it just, yeah, it's been fun. It's um, it's cool. She encouraged you that way. And did did Linda? Yeah. Was was she also doing um? 
Like, how did you meet? Were you like studying together? Was some creative? She obviously had an opinion. Like, this I, is actually more interesting than this other stuff. She had this. She had a perspective that she was able to share with well, you. Well, she. She's an artist as well, mm-hmm. and uh, I've known her since high school. Nice. Um, we haven't been together since high school, but um, ten years after high school, when I was in graduate school in Montana, and I knew she'd been living in New York City. She had gone off to kind of pursue an art career, and then it turned into she was working in publishing. Um, and uh, I said, you know, my friend and I, we're going to drive out to New York City. Can we sleep on your floor? Mm-hmm. We just wanted to go visit all the galleries and museums um, during the summer. And so we drove. We took my little pickup truck from Montana to New York City, and she lived in Queens. And we had a really great time. And I said, you should come to Montana and, and visit a beautiful place. And, uh, I'll take you to Yellowstone National Park and all these, you know. So she came out later that summer to Montana, and she fell in love with Montana. And so um, I sort of, I think she conflated how wonderful Montana is with me <laughs> and how wonderful <laughs> So she, you know, I, I, I convinced her that it was me she had fallen in love with. And, um, and eventually she really did, um, I hope. Excellent. So, <laughs> yeah, but she's an artist too. And uh, she sometimes urban sketches as well. We went to um, Brazil together for the, uh, the first urban sketching symposium that I attended cool. uh, in 2014. Um, and she was sketching too, and she had a really great time. I just want to mention, we'll work on this piece for like another six minutes. So this is our warm-up sketch, just to get get the juices flowing. And then we'll do, our next sketch will be about 40 minutes. So this, um, you can continue with this later if you like, but um, I will switch over in about six minutes and we will just keep chatting. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't there, know the there weren't any, but that's what's going to happen. You could just continue. It, oh yeah, are you reading? I know the itinerary. See and here. if you gra- grab the, um, if you grab the reference, you could also just spend the entire conversation working on one of these amazing images, if you like. But um, this is this is what I'll be doing. Six minutes. So um, so sketching has really has really taken you around the world. Um, Brazil. Yeah, I've been extremely lucky. Um, it, it it sort of started in Italy um, mm-hmm. in, in the sense that I was a figurative portrait painter. And fairly shallow moments sort of take place in. And um, the uh, and then going and sketching in Italy, sketching outdoors all the time kind of forced me to think about perspective and um, space in a different way, um, and uh, and really get sort of I don't know curious about how to solve those perspective problems, kind of um, from sort of from the backside of things. Having I learned it in school years and years ago, and I you know had a very poor memory of all the things that I had learned about perspective, so I kind of had to solve problems on the fly. Um, and I spent the last 15 years trying to solve those problems without, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm always 
cautious about getting too much of a, an education mm -hmm. in um, the way things really work. <laughs> yeah. So I I think that something about my naivete that has made the work a little bit more interesting. I mm -hmm. hope. Um, and sort of reverse engineering um, my ideas about, about perspective without you know, I've never taken an art class or anything like that. I just, um, you, you know, as problems come up, I try to solve them. And then I realize, you know, that, oh, if I weren't such a stubborn listener as a student um, and had just listened to everything people had told me, I would have known this years ago, <laughs> you know, but... Um, um, so everything, whenever I learn something, it's such a baseball moment because I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember them telling me this 25 <laughs> years in school. That's what I was talking and, about. Uh, you know, um, but I'm, you know, I was a terrible listener then, only marginally better now. So <laughs> so you, you still feel like you're you're constantly learning new new ways to address problems. And um, yeah, how do you how do you keep it fresh? Like you, you've been doing this so That's, so long you know, and on the daily, I guess. Um, well, every few years, my interest turns to something new. Um, I mean, I was doing a lot of architectural drawing um, for the first few years, just mostly those kinds of subjects. And then it became, well, only since maybe 2019 or so, I've gotten interested in cars and the challenges that they present because of their such, they have such strange proportions and there's all sorts of interesting things happening in there i mean portraiture though has always been a sort of a constant mm -hmm. among those the other subjects um but uh lately cars and machinery and um you know rusty patina and texture and things like that and then of course i went from being a person who did a lot of cr cross hatching with technical pens to somebody who uses fountain pens and ink wash and um that has presented new challenges and every now and then i'll pull out very seldom i'll pull out a watercolor or a gouache and um and today and it's always case in point i did uh, and get I'll show them right here on the screen, but I was trying to draw a wagon here once, twice. Oh, cool, cool. Third time. Oops. Uh, my grandpa had Fourth that. Time. And I'll go back through them, but I did not, I did not achieve what I wanted to achieve. So it's not always uh, sunshine and <laughs> lollipops. Um, very frustrating and now I look at them and they're like there's not as bad as I remember them being but I think my state of mind was um, poor I was in a poor headspace which okay. just happens yeah um, I years ago I read the Chuck Jones autobiography and you know Chuck Ooh. Jones he directed hey. the, the Looney Tunes oh, okay yeah and he was a um, and he directed the Grinch the very first Grinch um, and animated special and um, <clears throat> I think he said I can't remember I can, I can only paraphrase but everybody has like a thousand crappy paintings in them and the quicker you get rid of them the quicker you get to the, the good ones <laughs> but you can't there's no shortcut you have to make the thousand bad 
works, whether it's writing or whatever discipline you're in. And um, there's no circumventing that. And the good thing is that, like, as you go along, it's not a thousand bad ones in a row than the first good one. It's like <laughs> three or four, and then one that's got, you know, that's a little bit more successful, and then yeah. two or three that are bad, and two or three that are good. And eventually the good start to outnumber the bad, but you never get rid of the bad completely. Yeah, yeah. And every day there's potential for you to make something terrible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, you know, and I, you, but after a while you kind of accept that. You're like, oh yeah, this is, um, you know, yeah. not my strongest piece, but they're still, they're all learning experiences. Yeah, so. totally. That's, um, I've had my most diligent um, sketch practice the past three years since I've been hosting weekly online sketch meetups. Um, our time for this portrait is over, <laughs> um, but you can keep going with it if you like, but I'm going to move on to another one. Um, but yeah, that, um, that like having that really Perfect. regular consistent practice and then to be like, um, sometimes you're like, things are working out or it, it won't be until the last drawing of a two hour session where it's like, oh, this one, this one feels exciting. And the rest could be kind of like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Um, and sometimes it'll be more consistent with like, oh yeah, this is, this is all right. And then there'll be weeks where it's just kind of like, what's, what's going on today? So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, the, yeah. And the more practice you put in, the more kind of, there, there are certain hurdles and challenges which you can hop over a bit easier, but then you'll be addressing new and different things each time. Um, so yeah, we have a, a second reference. Yeah, let's talk about the importance of drawing. Yeah, so do you draw every day? Um, I think there was a question. Uh, and when did you start? And have you ever had a, fa a period where you have stopped? Yes, I usually uh, usually draw every day. Um, there are days where, you know, and days when I'm not, you know, I'm not feeling like drawing. But most of the time, it's it's every day, even if it's just a little doodle or a sketch or something like that. Um, but it, it's not necessarily important that it's every day a very strict regimen mm -hmm. but gotta be something that you continue to to do and it has to be sort of a part of your mindset that if i have a chance i'm going to go and do that today yeah and um, it helps when it's you know when it contributes to your livelihood um which you know it's very important for me now that i do this that i continue to you know, there's that the horrifying social media aspect of it that I now deal with. Um, it's not always horrifying, but it's, um, you know, I, I enjoy the interactions in the community and all of that. Yeah. Um, I love to make, recently I've started doing these more sort of tutorial style um, educational videos, they're, little one minute snippets. Of, they're so, they're so, good. they're so good. And I really, it's like, well, thank you. Um, yeah, I noticed, and they're so outstanding. It's like, oh yeah, it's, and I love the way you're um, communicating these things. And a lot of the questions that we've asked, where people are asking about um, complex perspective and stuff, and you're actually addressing those in these like fifteen or thirty second videos in such a way that makes it really accessible. So um, 
yeah, I noticed those and they're really good. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And then trying to do those, um, you know, with more frequency, you know, I, I, those require a little bit more organization, a little bit more planning. And so, um, you know, they, they take a little more effort on my part. And it's not just a standard drawing, um, you know, session mm -hmm. that I happen to record. Um, but that's, but I really enjoy the response to that. And it's, I was getting questions so frequently, and it's so hard to answer in the, um, a comment field you know, a complex question, because a visual answer mm -hmm. works much better when it comes to questions about visual things like perspective. So I was like, I need to just start making videos that explain these concepts and uh, where that takes me. So um, the, yeah, but making videos in general has, over the past two years or so, it's been a new wrinkle. Um, it's challenging mm -hmm. um, because Typically, I wasn't, you know, accustomed to that much documenting of the process. It's just a lot. And it's hard at first to remain as focused um, as, you know, I was before I had to think about taking video. I still do it kind of a piecemeal way in the sense that I, a lot of people are like, well, how do you do it? You know, what, what holds your camera? And I just hold my camera with my hand. Yeah, I love that. My phone with my hand. <laughs> like this. Yeah. I think a lot of people assume I'm videoing the entire drawing and I'm not. <laughs> what I do is I'll take uh, some video at the very beginning and then I'll sketch undisturbed for about 5-10 minutes and then I'll take another 5-10 seconds of video um, and then so I just have to keep remembering myself to take a moment a little bit of this and then when it walks together you know it it's a little bit more organic and you can see the development the progression but uh excuse me so <clears throat> but it took some time to figure out the best way to go about doing all of that mm -hmm. and um it was yeah it's really interesting and it's some, and something then, that's been... relevant for a lot of us i think is how um how to use and interact, engage with social media, what what can we offer, which is um, of, of interest and of benefit to people like, um, yeah, and it's such an interesting element to, um, mm -hmm. yeah, something that <laughs> many of us are dealing with daily and you seem to be doing with um, success. <laughs> um, and I know I, I asked you sometime last year, I think I was like, how did you get that many followers? And you've just been consistently doing it for so long, and you um, and you were got in early yeah. thanks to Linda again, right? <laughs> um, yeah, and it's it's really yeah. I, I joined I joined Instagram uh, almost ten years ago, nine years ago, mm -hmm. and so that was useful. I think the earlier you get in, um, the communities are smaller, and it's easier to. Um, to kind of, I don't know, develop a, uh, I, I don't know how to say that, but like a, a presence, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, and, you know, and, but I, I'm on Instagram really to see what other people are doing too. I mean, I see a lot of people who have like a huge follower count, but then the people they're following, it's like a hundred people, 
200 people and I can't help but like click follow on, you know, almost any great art that I see. Yeah. And there's so many, I follow. Thousands. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's such a, it's such a cool place. Um, and it really lends itself to being a, to showcasing people's work. Um, Facebook, you have to wade through a bunch of other non-image stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, Twitter, it's mostly people's thoughts. It's not really a good portfolio, you know, showcase. So that's why I like Instagram more than um, maybe the others. Uh, TikTok, though, even though everything is video, is also a good kind of place to see what people are up to, uh, and the community is really just starting to to grow. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been on TikTok now for since the late 2021, and, and uh, it's starting to really explode. Uh, and the the artists on there are doing some fun stuff. And there's a lot of young artists for whom they're probably younger than the people on Instagram, and they don't and they're not on Instagram, so you can only really see what they're doing mm -hmm. on TikTok. So that's another good reason to, to be on there. And of course, YouTube has always been a great sort of showcase. The no. That's the best place. People make stuff. So I was wondering today. But yeah, I just I don't know. It was posting every yeah. day. I was wondering today about how you um, say that again. The like how to get the balance. Um or how much time I wonder, because I think we have a lot of similar things in in our in our lives that we are parenting and drawing and <clears throat> active on social media, mm -hmm. and um, and I was just wondering this morning, like uh, about um, like how how much do, do you have a really clear separation between like social media time and family time? How structured is it? Um, because it's this, it's it's it's, it's ever present, it's and um, like figuring out mm -hmm. because because I'm I, I'm also like YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok, and a little bit of Facebook, and it's like um, you you can do one ten minute drawing and then spend a couple of hours posting about it, <laughs> um, and it's like trying to find uh, yeah. a balance there um, is an interesting ongoing challenge. <laughs> um, it really, it really is. And I, one of the good things sounds kind of counterintuitive about um, having a lot of other things going on is that it kind of forces you to hone your time management skills. Mm -hmm. And when I was, before I had children and I had a little bit more quote unquote free time, <laughs> I had a much harder time figuring out how to use that time. Yeah. And now when it's, you know, that that time is at a premium, um, it's much, you know, I, it's much easier to, to immediately um, use it efficiently. Mm -hmm. um, and beforehand, and I think both of you are parents, so you, uh, you understand what I'm talking about. But I think when I was a, after out of school, um, as a graduate student, where I had the studio time that I, you know, that was carved out of my schedule and I knew I had to make work. It was much harder to continue my studio practice. It was very challenging for years to make art consistently um, until, um, I mean, the sketchbook thing though became bigger and bigger. And so social media was an incentive to kind of 
manage my time well. And then when I had kids, it was an even, um, you know, there was an even better incentive to manage my time well because I definitely have huge chunks out of my day that I just can't think about making art. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a stay-at-home dad, for those who don't know. I occasionally, uh, I do, you know, commission work or um, I teach workshops and uh, and both online and in person. I'll be teaching workshop next week in Santa Fe. Other um, amazing urban sketchers, um, but the you know I'm fortunate enough to be a stay-at-home dad and not be working a full-time job just because um, you know we have a pretty good situation and not everybody is you know as lucky mm -hmm. to be able to do that. But uh, and now both of my kids are in school full-time. Uh, last year that wasn't the case, so. That's another um, a benefit is that my mornings are usually free to kind of make work as I you know as I want to and uh, but as you said there's so many things besides the making art now there's the posting of the art there's the editing of a video um, my notes app is full of hashtags and um, I copy and paste descriptions and media and things like that so I can post more efficiently I have to I have a system now. Um, and it is a job, you know, it's a job where I do earn income, so I take it seriously. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel, um, yeah, it's a funny thing. I'm reluctant to, to describe myself as an influencer. <laughs> I don't know what that even means. A content but, creator. Um, you know, it's only in the last two years or so, yeah. yeah. Um, something where I, I've been able to, to have a, at least a little bit of income. So that's yeah. nice. Yeah, awesome. There's, yeah, there's... There's so many possibilities and um, and benefits, and as you mentioned earlier, even even just the sharing of inspiration and opening the app and being like, "Whoa, look what that person's doing!" Um, but it's definitely, yeah, I I can totally second that. Um, having kids has made mm -hmm. my my time when I do have time to work and draw. Yeah, sure. Um, much more focused um, rather than falling down the rabbit hole, hole of uh, reading random things on, on Facebook, which... Um, it's interesting. I'm on the other end of it because now uh, my son is grown. So like I'm back in the mind space of having no structure around my time. Like that cool limitation that you guys have. Mm. <laughs> it's like when you're unemployed, there's no vacation. But if there's no kids, there's no like, there's no balance yeah. to the to your time. Yeah, like left to your own devices is more difficult, maybe, for me. I understand that completely because I I feel like it's also like retirement. You know, retirement is one of those things. How do you make use of your day? And yeah, I, I kind of, I, that's why I think a lot of people continue to work because, <laughs> well, and also the economy is terrible, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, but like, yeah, and then you hear about like, if you retire and you don't have like a job and a purpose and a drive anymore, it's just like depressing. Yeah, it's. So it's like you have to fill in your life. Interesting. But um, it is, yeah, there's that. Incentive to kind of make sure you're, you know, 
you're doing the things you have to do and that makes you value the time that free time so much more mm -hmm. and and you know you think oh what a luxury it'll be when i have all of this time but uh yeah and challenge it's a challenge yeah go ahead <laughs> well some of the videos that you've done it's like you're waiting you're drawing a car as you're waiting to pick up the kids from school right <laughs> so it's like Mm -hmm. the, so, the impression yeah. that I get is you're able to integrate it into into that the daily routine um, in a really nice way, which is that that's that's really cool. Um, and that's the car sketch. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, just the um, yeah the the idea of like how can because I, I I spend a lot of time with my kids as well, and um, and it's like at what opportunity, what time, what things can I do and around that or perhaps even integrate them or sitting and sketching them while they're eating um like yeah it's interesting to find those those moments and be like oh and i see in your case you're like oh i'm waiting for the kids i can sketch the car across the road like that seems like a pretty cool use of your time yeah it started because of the kids i didn't do any car sketch prior to having kids and what would happen is i used to drop my wife off at work um, and when we only had one kid um, Junie and Junie would fall asleep on the ride back she would take her little mid-morning nap because she usually got up around six in the morning and by the time I dropped my wife off work and driving home it's about nine and so it was her mid-morning nap and she would fall asleep and I didn't want to disturb her so I would pull over to a quiet spot and just draw whatever I could see out of the car window. Cool. And um, and that became um, a new sort of way of working. And yeah, it's frequently when there's downtime, when there's waiting time, rather than scroll on my phone. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. It's become, you know, something to do is sketch while I'm in the car. Yeah. Cool. Um. I've taken control over your things that are acted on upon us like we have to wait but if there's nobody around we don't have anybody to wait for so we draw less <laughs> maybe but um and now so i drop my kids off at about 7 30 in the morning and pick at 2 30 but there's always something else to do you know yesterday i had to get oil change and um the day before that, I had a dentist appointment, and then I had to take my oldest to an eye appointment. So <clears throat> there's still all responsibilities, even what should be ostensibly your free time. You know, there's a million things. So I don't usually get five straight days of, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. But um, um, and uh, are you? Do you sketch a lot when you're like in the waiting room? with the kids or are you able to be like really present with them or like every, everyone's different every child is different um and mine really demand a lot of attention which i'm sure mm -hmm. others do as well um and sometimes there are these nice moments where it's like they're they're engrossed in something and it's like oh i could like sketch a bit now um mm -hmm. the yeah it's I mean, it, social media is a little bit misleading in the sense that people see, you know, it's, drawings of my children occasionally, 
or and and assume this is some sort of a thing that happens all the yeah, time. Yeah. And if you actually count up count up all the sketches of my Less kids, cause. there's well, <laughs> you know, twelve or fifteen or twenty five uh, out of three hundred sixty five days. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, and same thing with so they occasionally get tablet time. You know, um, screens are not forbidden in my house, and you know, but they're. You know, they're not always on their tablets. However, when they are on their tablets um, is a good time to sketch them because they're holding still mm -hmm. usually. So I, I, when I was uploading a lot of those sketches of them on their tablet time, people go, oh, your kids are always on their tablets. <laughs> and I'll be like, no, that's just, it's, it's selection bias. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's, yeah. It's, the only time I can sketch them is when they're on their tablets. So that's the only sketch you see of them. Therefore, you assume that's a their permanent state of being. <laughs> and that, of course, that's not true. That's um, <clears throat> but it would be silly to think. <laughs> so it's, you know, but you also have to take everybody's comments with a grain of salt. Yeah, um, yeah. Especially the more... Um, the longer I've been online and the sort of the more people, you know, start to see all the things I, I do, I, occasionally it comes with a territory. There's just some misanthropic people who just want to make sure you have a, as bad a day as they are having. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, you just can't. Um, like, for instance, I used to sketch my, my oldest daughter when she was younger. She used to sit with her legs sort of splayed out rather than cross-legged. And I would have people comment that oh she's gonna have horrible posture problems when she grows up and blah 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 and like it just, you know they never say anything about the art but they always have another something else to say some um, um yeah some post postural but for the most advice part, yeah yeah maybe I, part, people i could post more of these sketches i do with my kids where they're eating and people be like your kids are always eating <laughs> yeah and don't ever tell them what they're eating. Don't tell people what they're eating because then they'll judge you. <laughs> <laughs> there'll be there'll be opinions. Um, yeah, cool. There's oh, finally somebody talks about something about having children that I don't envy <laughs> or, or miss. <laughs> the, the parenting by committee oh, yeah, that it's, happens. It's not. It's not all enviable. It's, yeah. <laughs> Um, it's definitely uh, I, I think about maybe dropping um, the family stuff from my online presence mm -hmm. I think about that a lot because a lot of people don't share you know it's I'm approaching sort of half a million followers on Instagram yeah. and that's that's a kind of a it's an almost unbelievable number of people and I'm not Somebody who's, you know, there is a lot of paranoia associated with the idea of sharing pictures of your children, but then there is also some reasonable um, reluctance, I think, on, on the part of a lot of parents. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, so I have to kind of, I have to weigh the pros and cons of doing this. Yeah. Um, and also, when they're a little older, they might not really want to participate in dad's fun social media yeah. <laughs> um, lifestyle. Yeah. So, you know, um, they're not, I mean, they're willful in their own ways right now, but, but I don't think they completely understand 
Like, why is dad sketching? Oh, he's sharing it with thousands of people. Yeah. Um, they don't they don't know that. They just think I like to draw a lot, and they like to draw a lot, so they think I'm fun. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm yeah, sure you uh, are. You know, <laughs> I don't think the well. It's sometimes, um, <laughs> you know, unless it's bedtime, and then I can be a. Little... <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, the but there's definitely times too where they want, want my attention focused on sketching or something, and you know, you just have to. You have to go with what they want. It's yeah. Just, the only really way, the real way to do it is to, um, so, which I don't mind. I love my kids, and I spend. A lot of people think, oh, you sketch your kids. They, I've, I've had a couple of comments like this. You sketch your kids too much. You should be interacting with them. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, you know, and I interact with my children five, six hours a day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, almost constantly. Once I pick them up from school. Um, you know, it's getting them snacks and water and, you know, um, making sure, um, you know, asking them what they're doing in school and making, you know, meals for them and putting them to bed and, t- you know, giving them baths. You know, it's all it's, the same. It's the parenting stuff that we all do. Yeah, it's nonstop, but, um, actually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. I mean, it, how could it be in any other way? But uh, people think, oh, you just, you know, you don't engage with them. And I'm like, well... Those those few times when I am sketching and they're independently uh, occupied with something, you know, they're, they're not representative of all of my time. Those, those precious few moments. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are there are a few questions that, that we have here. Yeah. Um, and thank you so much to everyone who's here watching and joining us. Um, <clears throat> And thanks. Um, you can let us know in the chat where, where you're watching from. And I'll address some of the, the there are a few questions on, on Instagram that people asked when I asked and there are a few in the chat here. And if anyone has any more um, questions, feel free to put them in the chat. Um, and so it, it, it's been wonderful just having this, um, this kind of rambling conversation uh, about things. And I feel like there's um, which I'm, I'm sure you probably hear a lot, that there's so much we could talk about. <laughs> and I, I already said before this started that if, if Paul has fun, maybe he can join us again sometime. Because um, a few of the questions, are, um, I, th- I think this kind of stuff about the the life, the, the family, like there's, there's so much that's interesting just there. Um, but a lot of people have, uh, have, have other things that they'd love to, to, to know. Um, so I'm going to pop uh, a couple of these questions to you. Um, and I think sure. some of them also in the beginning, we kind of addressed like, um, so what, the, there's this one question, uh, how how to get better at the, the fisheye style um, point of view perspective drawings. And that's something you've been addressing recently in, in some of your videos and you have a perspective PDF um, in your link tree and stuff. But maybe you'd like to briefly address that yeah i mean it's a it's an exercise that requires a lot of trial um it's something i've been on for 15 years so um i like to tell my students when i'm teaching a perspective concept um that human you know, humanity we figured out algebra and geometry 
2,000 years ago. Um, but we didn't, as a year out perspective, until the Renaissance. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you understand in a day, you're not, it's not an intuitive thing for most people. Um, there are moments, though, where it starts to click and it starts to move. Um, and it's about practice and trial and error. And um, so those large field of view sort of drawings that I started out as an exercise in trying to catalog everything I could kind of see. And um, there was a, an adjunct instructor at Montana State University while I was there. Um, on a just type paper, and when space on the paper, they would just tape to the the edge and continue the drawing. And it's not unlike the um, those um, things that people like. Oh, what's his name? The British painter. Think of his name. Well, he used to do the swimming pool paintings. Um, oh, and he had that book then, about uh, the lens. And about the, the uh, camera Hockney, obscura. David Hockney. David Hockney, yes. Okay. So he would do these photo collages from snapshots in the. Too, she would, something large like at a national park, she would take a bunch of photos and collage them together. And uh, so that was sort of how those kind of looked. And I thought that was just really interesting. Um, visual experiment and also the challenge of trying to capture so much visual information. So I didn't come to it with a, a really good understanding of the perspective behind it, just, just and, and talk, continue talking. Um, and then um, as I got more and more sort of familiar or comfortable with that process, um, I also discovered other people doing those kinds of things, and um, you know, and looked a little bit more closely at uh, what they were doing, and um, became a little bit had you know had a better understanding of the process and how to to make it better. But it was such a hard thing to talk about until I sort of had to, and I started teaching workshops on it, and then I really had to kind of um, figure out a way to explain it to other people and uh, I have not in addition to all the little one-minute videos that I make um, I also have online classes about it if you look at my link tree um, I think there's a craftsy class about it and the link tree is in the description maybe below. another one follow that link yep and um, so that's I have a very short answer foreground and work your way to the background and most artists tend to start with the background and work their way to the edges of the paper and I suggest you start on the as you know where everything and work your way in um, you'll have a much time doing one of those 
Yeah. Right. You were you were just breaking yeah. up a little bit, but I, um, I heard I listened to Mike Henley's conversation oh, with you today. Um and I think what you're probably just saying was start your drawing with the hands and sketchbook because that's what's right there and then keep expanding out from that and tape on extra paper if you need to. Which sounded mm -hmm. like a really brilliant exercise to um the the way of expanding the field of vision. Yeah. Um yeah. If you start foreground to background, you've established portions. I hope you're hearing me. Yeah. It, 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 was, it was a little bit choppy there, but foreground to background. Yeah. Cool. Um, do, do you have any books on perspective that you really like, would recommend? Yeah. So yeah, my question. Yeah, so my favorite book perspective is David Chelsea Perspective for Comic Book Artists. Um, uh, it's a wonderful wonderful book. You I know love that, that one, book Shannon? and he puts the Yeah, yeah, I have that book. I'm selling that book. I have to sell all my books, so that's one of my books in my shop is a, a in my used book collection. But um it's so good it has a guy with the cup for a head. And yeah. um and I got cool words from that, like calling expensive things spendy. <laughs> yeah. But it's really good because he like walks you through like from like the most simple, like one point perspective. And then he goes to two point and then he takes it to three point and then like has all these handy um, graphs in the back that you could like uh, before procreate, you could scan them and, and mm -hmm. put them in Photoshop or something. Yeah. He's got a really good, um, it's a good non a technical non-textural perspective book because so many perspective books I have dozens of them now and so many of them come from a place where it's a very technical kind of a place and I think for artists you should be able to pra practice and apply perspective without a ruler you should just be able to practice without you know and and be able to do them free hand um yeah. and and that's and and in any event it's a much more organic warm natural feeling drawing when you're doing it that way mm -hmm. and a drawing you know the with a ruler always tends to look like this very clinical uh graphic diagrammatic so uh you know at least artists it's very satisfying uh, or tech or something but um yeah so that's a good book for that david chelsea's book he's actually written three and i've got all three um, oh cool he, he, he wrote oh, two follow three? so yeah by david chelsea so, yeah right. isn't it funny they're so funny like really so, weird in a comic book form so cool um did you this there's the um oh and uh andrew loomis book successful drawing mm -hmm. is a really good yeah more technical nice. but like yeah um and there was an another question here which is uh recurring about how um how do you find your main sources of inspiration um and it's kind of tying into a bit like where is the best viewpoint um and this thing of like starting with the hands and expanding out kind of address that. But uh, what what is it that um, 
can you just like sit anywhere and find something to draw or is it a particular thing i i guess this is like um whether it's the cars or the the um the point of view pieces that um is there how, how do you find your inspiration or what do you decide to draw there's for me there's not really i say this but it's not entirely true but there's not a hierarchy of subject matter i try not to to think of things in terms of that. Um, and one of the, the things that doing those point of view sketches helped me do understand that sort of every um, can be an interesting sketch mm -hmm. um, because you really are forced to draw uh, things that you wouldn't normally um, consider sketching. So it's, you know, banal and 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 mundane subjects can be interesting. Yeah, uh, drawings are just inherently more. Than it, um, itself has a romantic quality that, that you know it doesn't when it's just sitting there. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you know you can draw your keys and make an interesting drawing, or you can draw shoes. They draw uh, the things that are just lying around, and I I started doing those kinds of drawings long time ago when there was nothing else to do you could just draw your environment your surroundings and that's another way I that sort of crept into the the point of view sketches yeah. that I did um, drawing cars I think a lot of people they would rather draw the buildings behind the cars and I knew a lot of urban sketchers who would avoid leave the cars, cars out yeah costs. <laughs> and they drew the build yeah and they leave the cars out and I thought it was fun to draw the cars and also they're there so I think for me, I have this hang up about being faithful to what I'm seeing and um, and I don't do a lot of editorial omissions. The editorial decisions I am making are my composition choices, um, where the drawing starts and stops, what direction I'm going to look, you know, those things. And I'm more compelling than others. Um, I'm like, oh, this will make an even more interesting drawing than that. Once I've filled on thing the way I want it to be framed, I'm kind of I, I my philosophy is that I'm beholden to what is there, to what is present in that that particular picture plane, yeah. and um, and then I don't do any more sort of editorial um, you know, or editing of the the space after that. Yeah, cool. You've um, it's it's been I've enjoyed so much just like digging through your posts and work and it's been super inspiring and I've I've almost only drawn faces for the past uh, I don't know how many years and I love it and I still do <laughs> but looking looking through your stuff and listening to your talks like oh yeah I just want to start sketching some random stuff <laughs> whatever whatever's around <laughs> and I think that thing of um, finding something beautiful yeah. in the mundane every day um, it's such a beautiful way to connect your surrounding and um, to be present with with what is it's it's such a wonderful um spark of inspiration i've i've followed you for so long and it's always like, like taking me back to like the first time i found like art on the internet where like i used to get all in before instagram and stuff in like 2007 and i used to get all my art like internet art from drawn.ca mm -hmm. do you remember this is like this canadian site and yeah. then that's how i found like gurney journey and then like 
whenever I look at your stuff, it like takes me back to that. Like it makes me remember like learning how to draw and like things I would get excited about, like curvilinear perspective and stuff. It's like, it's like a trick. I remember those early days, you know, it was like the days of sort of Danny Gregory and Everyday Matters and do you remember him? I mean, he's still around and he's doing lots of That sounds so familiar. Um, but he had um, he had a, a, a drawing blog too, where it was all about the everyday and the you know the commonplace and sketching those things. It was just about drawing every day and making yourself do it. And and there were a lot of people overlapping with that community and the the, the urban sketching community when everything started. So yeah, um, but if you're you're not familiar with Danny Gregory, he's written a bunch of books too, and he. Um, started a school called sketchbook school yeah so um he's in the but it was cool james gurney of course maybe oh, one of the better art blogs yeah james gurney is a free art education it's like you know you don't need to go to grad school or whatever james gurney gives all of this stuff away and he's so brilliant i yeah. love james gurney that's yeah, amazing um Everything I learned how to draw is from James Gurney and Andrew Lewis. Yeah. Like everything. It's like my whole education. Cool. Um, I'm a, uh, t taking the time. So I know like, like Paul needs to go nostalgia. pick up the kids. It's great. So um, yeah. it's been so wonderful having you here. We would love for everyone who's been sketching along to, um, you can share your work with the hashtag uh, drawn together and you could tag each of us um, wherever it is that you, you like to post. Um, and I've got our Instagram links in the description and we're all to varying extents on TikTok as well. And um, wherever you would like to, to share your work, we'd love to see it. And it's, it's been so wonderful having you all here and especially mm -hmm. Paul. Um, yeah, we'll just... Yeah, yeah. lost track of time. Just, um, no, much for having, no, I'm sorry we had to cut it short, but yeah. uh, I enjoyed this. Thank you. I had to put my kids to bed. You have Thank to you go so pick up much. your kids. So we just like sandwiched it in between there. So yep. it's it's wonderful. It's very fitting. Cool. Oh yeah, make your cool. nose look weird. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. Thanks so much. Good. And um. Thank you, thank you so to your family much, Paul. For sharing and hopefully we'll do it again soon. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll keep in touch, and make sure you subscribe to our channel, and so you'll be informed when the next conversation with Paul or other amazing guests will be. Um, we'd love to have you come back and, and draw with us. And thank you so much, Paul. I can't believe yeah. it's over. Cool. Take care. <laughs> and uh, bye. Have fun with thank the kids. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. So, oh, so we're still here. Paul has gone. But how much fun was that? If you're still here bye. in the chat, um, let us know how how you enjoyed that. And some of the conversations, there was a bit of um bit of crossover some of the questions there was a bit of crossover in them and i didn't specifically wasn't able to address everyone we had a bit of a, a tight time frame today but how good's paul that, that was amazing so nice just um just hanging out and it was so nice having all of you here um to join and sketching along with us um yeah what an honor to be able to just hang out with awesome people including all of you who we can't see but we know that you're there and and love you as well um <laughs> Yeah, and we'd love to see your work. So please um, tag us if you are posting. And um, yeah, 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 that was that was fun. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Yeah, it was amazing. It went by like cool so fast. <laughs> so thank you, and we will see you 
next time here we have um camilo joining us next week which is going to be really exciting um it's yeah. going to go fast and, too uh, before you know it we'll be here again so please join us for our future live streams and um yeah thanks for being here take care bye that was